On today's show, Peugeot plans to open a new plant in Africa, the U.S. proposes new fuel economy standards for heavy trucks, and how carbon fiber allowed designers to be creative with the new Ford GT. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily for June 22nd of 2015. Two big announcements coming this week. Tomorrow morning, Volkswagen will host and Periscope a press conference to announce a major economic development at its Chattanooga plant. The governor and a senator and a host of dignitaries will attend. VW is hiring 200 more people at the plant, and it sure sounds like it has some kind of expansion in mind. The next big announcement comes on Wednesday, when Alfa Romeo will unveil the new Giulia. The midsize sedan will sit on Alfa's new rear-wheel, all-wheel drive Giorgio platform and compete against the BMW 3 Series. The Giulia is scheduled to hit European showrooms early next year and hit U.S. shores a few months after that. The Obama administration is going all out to cut CO2 emissions and now the EPA is proposing new fuel economy standards for big semi-trucks. The new rules would cut CO2 emissions by 24% starting in the 2021 model year and run until 2027. The agencies aren't mandating a specific technology. Manufacturers can choose how they want to meet the standards, including through improved aerodynamics. Manufacturers are also allowed to bank or trade emission credits. The new proposal is expected to cut fuel costs by $170 billion and reduce oil consumption by up to 1.8 billion barrels. We'll be back with more news right after this. Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Borg Warner. Feel good about driving. Bridgestone Tires. Your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems. Breakthrough technologies for lightweight vehicles. And by Hyundai. Learn more at Hyundai.com. Up to now, Eastern Europe has sort of been the Mexico of the Western European auto industry. Automakers built a lot of plants in Eastern Europe to take advantage of low wages. But maybe Eastern Europe is not cheap enough. Peugeot just announced it's going to build an assembly plant in Morocco that will open in 2019. Three years ago, Renault built a plant in Morocco to build the Dacia Sandero. Sales have gone so well that Renault is now making 340,000 vehicles a year at that plant. Workers in Morocco earn less than $4 an hour, compared to about $12 an hour in Eastern Europe. Anybody who's ever seen a body shop in an automotive assembly plant is probably familiar with KUKA robots. The German company traces its roots back to 1898 and has been building welding lines for automotive assembly plants since the late 1950s. But it's in the news now because it just sold its tool and die division to Porsche, which wants to build up its in-house capability in making its own tools. This is remarkable on two levels. First, that Porsche would bring more tool and die work in-house, and second, that this is Porsche. It's not parent company Volkswagen AG that is making this purchase. This shows that the different companies in the Volkswagen group have far more autonomy than their counterparts than at any other car company. And coming up next, a look at how carbon fiber helped push the design envelope on the new Ford GT. Good nap? 
The Firestone Destination LE2. Tough enough to handle anything the road throws at you. And you throw at it. Durable, dependable Firestone tires. Whatever you drive, drive a Firestone. On last week's AutoLine After Hours, we were joined by Craig Metros, the exterior designer of the new Ford GT. In the following clip, Craig talks about how carbon fiber helped push the limits of the GT style. Us as designers, we love it because we, we feel like it's really, I mean, it's not only functional, it's really lightened the car, very rigid, very uh, strong material, but it's, um, it's really allowed us to create some of the extreme shapes that we probably never would have been able to create in sheet metal or, or, or aluminum. So, um, you know, we were even wondering, you know, you, you, you probably couldn't have done this car in, in you know, 66, let alone even maybe in, even in 05. Um, so again, it's allowed us to to really push the envelope with the, the shape and the sculpture of the car. So you couldn't have done it because of the change in materials and processing or? Yeah, just, just um, the, you know, when you, when you walk up to the car and look at the, the body side sections, the, the topography is quite extreme. Um, Understatement of the year. Yeah, and, and, and just, you know, the, the depth of draw, you know, if you had to do conventional tooling, you, would, you, you, you wouldn't get there. You mm -hmm. wouldn't get that amount of it all have uh, to be hand-fabricated with yeah. multiple pieces. Yeah, it would. Craig shares a lot of great inside design tidbits like that in the show, so make sure you check it out on our website or on our YouTube channel. And be sure to join us for this week's After Hours, when our special guest will be David Woodhouse, the chief designer for Lincoln. He's the one who designed the new Continental, which is not without controversy. But be sure to join John and Gary for some of the best insider discussions in the business. That wraps up today's report. Please join us again tomorrow.